Extensive recommendations made in a report from the Joint Standing Committee on Northern Australia regarding the destruction of Jukun Gorge has been welcomed by the peak body for the native title sector. The National Native Title Council says it's the Commonwealth's responsibility to legislate so that protection of Indigenous heritage is kept. A transfer of responsibilities over cultural heritage has also been recommended to the Minister for Indigenous Australians, Ken Wyatt. To speak to us more about this, we have Gundichmara and Jaburang Man and CEO of the National Native Title Council, Jamie Lowe, to speak to us. Wera, thanks for joining us, Jamie. Yeah, thanks for having me. Let's start off with what the National Native Title Council make of the recommendations made from the Standing Committee, which was looking into the destruction of the Jukun Gorge Cave. Uh, what do you make of their findings? I guess the, the big thing for us is a report like this is um, it's been well overdue um, to have an inquiry into um, national destruction of, um, of our heritage. So that was definitely welcomed. Um, I think the, um, the the main points that we brought out of the um, of the findings were the need for national reform. Um, so that's re- reform in all states and territories, but also the Commonwealth legislation needs needs serious reform as well. And also the insights of the shortfalls of the Native Title Act and around resourcing the PBCs uh, for them to um, deliver on their statutory obligations under the Native Title Act, but the bigger thing for us is the um, is the cultural obligation of the mob. Um, you know, they're charged with the duty of protecting and preserving heritage, but aren't giving the resources and and the adequate, um, I guess, authority to be able to do so. So that's the biggest issue for us, and we're hoping to over the next twelve months have a serious look at it, um, talk to the mob out there, and come back with some recommendations to the Commonwealth to um, to really drive the change. Do you think that some of the recommendations, including those changes to native title laws or cultural protection laws at a state level, as well as the Commonwealth level, could be a big ask in terms of the coordination? Some states may see it as a big big jump for them uh, compared to uh, other jurisdictions. Uh, there's no doubt it's a, it's a pretty big task to, to be able to tackle. There's been attempts in the past um, from our mob to be able to do it. They came close but never quite got 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 it completed. Um, so we're hoping to have another crack at it. Um, we know that there will be blockers out there, not only from the states and territories but also industry. We've seen over here in WA the... Um, the Chamber of Minerals and Energy came out and kind of, you know, and blocked, you know, any national reform. I said, you know, this is up to the states and the states can take care of things. I think what we know is the states aren't taking care of things, aren't taking care of business. Um, they're not giving the proper authority to the mob. So we need to kind of gather it all up and, you know, create the, the reform necessary. Um, I think that the Commonwealth can take a lead on this. Um, that's the big thing, I think. Um, the, so we're hoping to kind of have a bit of a catch-all almost and get the um, state start doing the right thing. What is the council's view in terms of uh, the recommendations' uh, impact on the resource industry? If, if these, say, recommendations get put into place, do you think that work in remote areas of our lands uh, could possibly be detrimental to potentially reduce Indigenous employment opportunities? 
Well, in our, in our conversations with the mob, they're not necessarily against the resource industry, um, but they're against destruction to their heritage. It's a pretty big country that we live in. Um, there's plenty of places to mine which aren't, won't impact or at least in minimal impact on heritage, um, and there's no, some no-go zones. And so the mob need to be in control of that. Um, so we recognise the employment that it, that it offers for our mob, we recognise the economy that it drives for our, not only our people but the broader Australia. But we need to protect our heritage, protect our culture, because that's fundamental to, to us as people. Um, and, you know, the balance definitely isn't right there at the moment, the, the power imbalance um, from kind of the legislative perspective, but also just on the ground as well. So that needs to be shifted um, in line with not only Australian principles, with some jurisdictions are doing all right, but also with international standards as well. Does the council support the recommendation that the responsibility over cultural heritage matters should be handed over to the Minister for Indigenous Australians, Ken Wyatt. Um, do you think that's a good idea? I think there's kind of two ways of looking at that. Um, the, all Indigenous affairs issues shouldn't be handballed and left in the lap of Indigenous affairs ministers. We know that, that there's, a, there's a range of issues that our people are confronted with, whether it be justice, whether it be early childhood-related, you know, education, etc., and that should, shouldn't all just land in the lap of the Indigenous Affairs Minister. He's got, yeah, sure, some oversight of it, but, you know, Minister um, Lees or other ministers with responsibility, um, you know, they can take charge of it as well. Um, so, you know, so this is, I think there's two ways of looking at that. Um, and we're, we're, we just want the legislation right. Um, so whoever is administering that, the law needs to be right, and we'll worry about who's taking care of it later. What, in your opinion, should this particularly look at? Like, how much negotiation needs to happen prior to any activity? Yeah, so that's even to my point earlier. Um, the community we talk to aren't necessarily against mining either, um, but they do want to say when and how it happens. Um, so, you know, that's a fundamental principle of free, fine, and informed consent. They should be, you know, be able to kind of give free, prior, and informed, so they need the information to be able to provide consent or not. So that, that, that's a fundamental kind of grounding piece that, um, that needs to be introduced in this country. At the moment, the Native Title Act doesn't allow for that. The highest part of the moment is a, is a, um, a right to negotiate. Um, doesn't give you a right to say yes or no necessarily. So we um, and we know that if, if the power imbalance has shifted and the mob's given more power. It doesn't mean everything shuts down in this country. We've seen that through other kind of legislative reform, whether it be through land rights regimes in some states and territories, whether it be even in my state, Victoria, where we're going through a treaty process, we just need to kind of, you know, drop the myth that blackfellas are against development. We're not. We just want to be in control of our own destiny and our own culture and our own people. That's self-determination in, in its kind of simplest form. So... Um, that's all we're asking for. It's not a huge ask, but for you know, for some parties, some political parties, it seems to be a, a pretty a bridge too far. If that's the case, are you confident that these recommendations will be put into place? Optimism is something that we kind of carry. Um, so confidence, you know, probably not the right word, but optimistic, absolutely. Um, we've seen, you know, Royal Commission's um, inquiries when Australia's past kind of 
been told before, Royal Commission to Death in Custody, you know, the Bringing Them Home Report, Stolen Generations, they're still as relevant today as the day they were commissioned. So we know that, you know, it's going to be a tough ask to get this kind of all this sorted, but, you know, we go in there with an open mind and, you know, we're, we're not shying away from the flight. I was wondering if we could finish off on something a little bit local to us here in the Northern Territory. You may be aware there's currently fracking activity that was approved by the Gunner government in the Beetaloo Basin. The company that's been approved to take that activity, Empire Energy, says that they have negotiated with correct traditional owners and native title holders, and Origin Energy said pretty much the same thing at their recent AGM. Uh, despite you know other traditional owners also voicing their opinions about fracking on their land, are you satisfied that even things like fracking activity could put sacred sites at risk? And do you see that the results that have come out of this Juk and Gorge inquiry could potentially feed into maybe uh, activities from um, fracking companies? Well, there is potential for cultural heritage to be harmed through any activity on country, even into the sea. Um, there's no doubt about that. But it comes back to the principle, as we, as I earlier stated, free, prior and informed consent. So energy companies, mining companies, you know, state governments, federal governments, they haven't learned that principle. And that's just a fact. Um, and so I, I don't know the absolute detail of the um, Beetaloo Basin, but I know some of the models there are, are pretty unhappy with it. Um, and so this is straightening up everyone and saying, hey, you need to do the right thing um, early on in the planning phase of any activity, whether it be fracking, you know, mining, building a road, whatever, to, to talk to community. And, you know, that, they'll be the ones that are in charge of it, but at the moment the laws don't allow for it. So so I think that the, the country, this is a bit of a wake-up call, and us as a nation, um, not only First Nations, but us as a nation as Australia need to kind of, you know, take a with a deep breath and go, hang on a second, we're not upholding the rights of our First Nations people, oldest living culture in the world, um, and we need to protect it. And, you know, the best able to protect it are us, and so just need to allow it to happen. There have been some suggestions that there was confusion as to who are the rightful traditional owners to negotiate in areas like the Beetaloo Basin. I'm, I'm, I would think that maybe the situation is similar in other parts of the country. Do you think that this is a, also a stepping stone for, I say, companies to have to negotiate through? Is, is this a complicated matter for even like land councils to even try and determine who can work on land so that sacred cultural sites aren't uh, destroyed? Yeah, well, there is a determination process for the Native Title Act. There's also other land rights regimes to identify the right people to talk to. So... This is, this is what needs to happen early on in the planning phase. If you want to do something, you need to get out to the mob and talk to them early. I think that's critical. Um, I think also one of the points is that may have read, some of your listeners may have read an article in The Age. They have and they should have a look at it. There was um, In Victoria, there was a pub that was demolished by developers, old pub in Carlton, suburb. Um, and they just thought they'd ride the bump. What, what I mean by ride the bump is pay the penalty of destroying some built heritage and then get on with building their kind of, you know, their, their townhouses or their, you know, their, their high-rise building. They weren't allowed to do that. They got fired $1.1 million and they got sentenced to 30 days in jail. So we don't see that happening when 
our Indigenous heritage is destroyed. So even the penalties need to be increased for these people that are running around destroying our heritage as well. And the excuse of just saying, you know, we don't know what, didn't know who to talk to, um, we don't know who the right people for country are, all that kind of stuff, it's getting a bit old. And so I think if the work's put in, um, you quickly find out who the right people to talk to are. And just finally, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Just uh, I don't think so. Just a bit of a shout out to the mob up there, the NT, and, um, you know, thanks for listening and hopefully we can create some serious change. Thank you for talking to us here at Karma. Jamie Lowe. Thank you. Catch up.